Drink till we're married. Cheers. Real conversation. No, because when I get to that point where I'm done, I'm done. Goodbye. And you got blasted on Facebook for being broke. I would have blasted you. (laughs) (laughs) You missed it. Here go the passcode to my savings account. The one that ain't got but like $200. (laughs) Hey guys, we're back for another episode of Drink Till We're Married. Key Goddess is here. Hey, Cutie is here. And this is episode 66 of our Cocktails and Conversation podcast. Yes. And tonight's cocktail is, it's hot chocolate overload. And it's a little something I whipped up. (laughs) Hey, Cutie's very special um, signature. <laughs> can I call it your signature hot chocolate? Yes, you can. Absolutely. So it's made with Swiss Miss chocolate, hot chocolate mix, um, unsweetened silk almond milk, Stoli chocolate raspberry vodka, cream de cacao. Cacao! <laughs> That's what happens after you're on your second overload. Yes. <laughs> And it's actually garnished with mini Snickers and whipped cream. Yes. So and uh, almond milk. Did you say it was almond? almond yes, milk? almond okay. milk on the stove. Kind of simmered it. The longer you simmer it, the thicker it gets. So it's real creamy. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But listen, it's good. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Cheers. Cheers. Our mugs, big. I mean, mugs are huge. <laughs> We talked about the mugs last week, but she took it up a notch this mm-hmm, week. Mm-hmm. I did. I did. So this is another one of those. If you're not feeling so well at work or, you know, people drink hot chocolate at work. Um, Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. We actually supply hot chocolate packets oh, in the in the break room. So I wonder where we got this, this, this package <laughs> from. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> Because I don't see an empty box of snacks, but that's you know neither what? here nor there. <laughs> what you not going to do is put me on blast. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> Look, I put in my hours. <laughs> I, you know, I was going to drink them at work. And then what happened was. They didn't have milk. They didn't have milk. Well, they have water. They have hot water uh, at work. But I, so. I don't either, but people do. Yeah, and it's just. So, yeah, out the box. Like, I don't know why people drink hot chocolate with water, actually. I don't understand that either. Desperation, probably. Right. And without liquor, because clearly liquor is the move. But yeah, I'm saying, so if you drinks. guys are drinking hot chocolate at work, it's okay to throw your little Stolies in there. Your little mini bottle. Stolies never hurt anybody. However, comma, don't leave the mini bottles at your desk. <laughs> don't do that. Put them in the trash can in the break room. Don't do that either. Why not? <laughs> Look at your face. How are they going to know who did it? <laughs> they don't know who don't wash their hands when they come from the bathroom. Ugh. They don't know who left that trail or such and such. They don't know who who stole the food out of the break room, like fridge. Like Right. You're right. They don't know nothing. That's what true. you don't want to do is put it in the trash can at your desk. Oh, no. I would say put it in the trash can in the bathroom because that, like, you can't even see. Well, no, I guess you can't see in the ones in the break room either. Yeah. Right. Got a point. Got I'm a saying. point. You don't want to have an empty bottle in your purse. 
Well, you just never know. Like, what if your whole purse falls on the floor and now you got a little empty, you know, bottle? I got more than one empty rolling out. Jim Bean rolling down. <laughs> that is a little suspicious. That is, like, that is a little bit suspicious. Now you got to fully confess to being an alcoholic so you don't get fired. Right. Because, you know, you would be pro- like, that's right. a protected class. So, so you wouldn't get like, fired. Now yeah. I got to go to AA. Now I got to go. Like on how to get away with murder. Exactly. She yeah. was an alcoholic. Though. She, she is an alcoholic. Yeah, she needs to be an AA. <laughs> yes. Uh, she probably needs to be at, uh, what is it, Betty, the Betty Ford Betty clinic? Ford, yes. She, she needs AA and a little anger management. Oh, yeah. All of that. All of that. But anyway, jumping into our topic yes. this week. So we are about to completely review, dissect, um, what what's um just like we're taking in all of season one of Insecure. Yes. So this is a spoiler alert. If you have not watched it, stop the podcast right now. Go watch it and then come back and push play. Yes. And if you haven't watched all of it, uh, I'm gonna give you a slight like shame on you. I'm shaming people. Listen, I am very thankful that you put me onto it and that I actually listened because you know I'm a little hard headed. <laughs> Just just slightly. But as soon as I watched it, I was hooked. Hooked. So for for everyone who's new to the genius that is Issa Rae, I got put on to um, her first web series back in 2011, I think. Okay. Um, One of my girlfriends was like, you have to watch Misadventures of the Awkward Black Girl. Wow. And I'm like, what? Like, because we have this other friend and she's like, you know, like Stephanie just reminds me of her. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was really why I started watching it to, to get a feel for the character. Right. And then when I see it, it's like, oh yeah, Stephanie does act just like her. Mm. <laughs> like, like mm. and so I think she did uh, easily two or three years of Misadventures of the Awkward Black Girl. I mean, it's just so good. Really? Oh, now I have to go watch it. It's so good. As I wait for season two. Why yeah, because you, you get the, you get the, I'm sure this character is, you know, loosely based on the Awkward Black Girl mm-hmm. from the sense of she did kind of rap and her relationships were a okay. little like off oh, and her coworkers, mm. like her boss was this white lady that kind of thought she was black and, oh and um one of her other co-workers was always sick and sniffling and stuff it's mm, just like like, <laughs> yeah, like, like you just because this is the stuff that black women who don't fit into that um got it together mm-hmm. you know instagram famous like just going to work and being awkward and just yeah. dealing with stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And she's, they're out there. I, yeah. I feel like she's writing for that person. Mm-hmm. Like the, I think, um, Crystal, Crystal from the read. Okay. Said it best. It's like pre black girl magic. Oh. <laughs> you, you just, you barely getting a glitter. Yeah. A little spark. You ain't quite came into your magic yet. Right. You just out here. Like, you out here with your pixie dust. <laughs> Black pixie girl, pixie dust. Dust. You got pixie dust. You just, it's in there. The magic is in there. You just need to like go to a school or something to get yeah. it cultivated. Wow. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, um, 
I think one for for people who watch Misadventures of the Awkward Black Girl to to even hear about her because mm-hmm. she she still does other shows. I don't know if you um, ever watch First. The no. web series on YouTube. Mm-mm. Oh my God, you gotta watch first. No. So I think she kind of produces that. She's not the writer. There's okay. another black girl that's the writer for that. I would love to see her have a show. Okay. But when I heard about Issa getting a show on HBO, it was like, yeah. Yes. It's that feeling of like when you have like this underground rapper or something and that they you listen finally, Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It I was love like, it. yes. Oh my. See, I didn't realize it was all this backstory. Yeah. She's been dope. She's been around for a minute. I think she went to Stanford. Okay. Um, you know, Cali girl. So you get the, right. the full Cali yes. scene. And, yeah. Yeah. All right. So there are a number of characters mm-hmm. from Insecure. Anyone that you would identify or say, yeah, that could be me. Um, so she's not a main character, but I love <laughs> Kelly. Oh God, I love Kelly. Kelly crazy. Yeah, Kelly is the the friend who I assume they all went to college together. It's like um, four of them. Mm-hmm. And she just kind of says... Whatever. However. Whenever. whenever. Yes. <laughs> she's unapologetically single mm-hmm. and just like, mm. Whatever. Yeah, and and it's always drinking though. I feel like she always kind of has like a drink or something. Every time she, you know, she's in a scene, she's mm-hmm. just like she's just funny to me. I love her. She's my favorite. I like her. I mean, I like them all. Um, Molly, of course. Yeah, and I love Molly because she reminds me of Tony Childs from yes. Girlfriends. Yes. Not just her looks, just. The whole her, persona. The whole yeah. package, yeah. So Do you follow Tony, her on Instagram? No. She has a picture with her and Tony I saw Charles. that. Yes. I've and they look so sisters, much alike. Yes. Please do something together. Please right. Please do like a, a older sister kind of episode. Bring, I need her on the show. I need all that. Yes. Yeah. Did, um, what was I going to say? Goodness, I forgot. But it was about, was it about Molly or her crazy self? First of all, the name Molly is crazy to me. I wonder if they don't talk about it, but I wonder if it's a nickname. If, if, yeah, or if this is her new persona corporate name. Like mm. if it's a um like a version of her full name, her how full we do name. Yeah. Yeah. Cause this is she from Compton and Yes. That's on like Molly. But it also made me think of the drug Molly. <laughs> so Ooh, that's that's so why I was dying laughing. I was like, her name is really Molly. Let me see if I can figure out the... Okay. So Kelly, the character that I love, her real name is Natasha Rothwell. Mm-hmm. And Molly's real... Her her real name is Yvonne Orji. Okay. Yep. Because she's from, I think, Nigeria. Yeah. Yeah. And I... a virgin. Yeah. In real life. In real life. Yes. Praise Jesus. Anyway, so let's get, what are we going to, there were so (laughs) many, yes, there were so many topics that resonated with me throughout the season. And I feel like they all came together in the last couple of episodes. Yeah. And Issa is crazy. To sum to sum up Issa's character for me, it's like in the beginning you do have this 
lovable mm-hmm. um, kind of admiration for her. Like, yes. oh, she's funny. Oh, she raps in the bathroom mirror. Right. Oh, um, you know, she's working with the kids. And it's and- almost like it's called insecure and you can see where her insecurities lie. Mm-hmm. But then as the season goes on, like, and we talked about it a little bit, she's real self-centered. She is. And selfish. Yeah, I think, I think it's a little bit of immaturity. Do they ever say how old they are? Do they give, and I never picked up on an age. Um, I was thinking like 30, like uh, early 30s. If that, because didn't Kim, what did they say on Kim? They were celebrating Kim's birthday. I felt like somebody said something about being 30. 30, right. So maybe they're just turning 30. Yeah, probably. So yeah, definitely immature. Um, Where do we start first? Where do you want to start? Because there's so okay. many places we can go right now. So let's lay out, <laughs> let's lay out Issa's life and, and the okay. characters around her. Okay. So Issa is in a long-term relationship with Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Lawrence is played by... Jay Ellis with his fine. I'm, I'm going to let you take on Jay Ellis because I, I don't even feel like I am... <laughs> Worthy to speak of him, fine. Because, because you, you know, like you know him, because like y'all friends and stuff. You know, so speak on him. <laughs> Give me Lawrence's so, life. So he's actually from the game. Mm-hmm. He played blue on the game. So when you told me he was on there, and I'm like, really? Because I follow him on Instagram, and and by follow she means stalk. I don't stalk oh, him, girl. I know, but he has like like two of my pictures on Instagram. Because she's like 368 of his all at the same time. And Whatever. Commented. I have not. <laughs> anyway. And tagged him in all her photos. <laughs> so, yeah, he's probably like, let me go ahead and like it. So she will move on. <laughs> but no, so he's probably in his 20s, like in real life. Mm-hmm. But I, like, I couldn't picture anyone else playing that role. It's so perfect. Yeah. Because it was very believable when he was in his low period in the high. You know, he just, I could see him playing. But yeah. So Jay Ellis. Lawrence kind of gives you mm-hmm. a, I don't fully, I don't fully realize how fine I am. Yes. Yep. You're right. I would. Yeah. I agree with yeah. that. Like I'm not, I'm not using my sexiness for anything. I'm no. just here for my girl and. And I'm trying to make it. Yeah. Like, I eat cereal during the day and And watch movies at night. That's all I do. Yeah. Yep. That's all he does. (laughs) Watch movies on your laptop. That sounds so familiar. (laughs) (laughs) Can y'all have a TV? Watch movies on TV. Right. I think that's a man thing. I don't know. Men are crazy. But anyway. Her and Lawrence have been in a relationship for, I think, four plus years, probably since they were. College, maybe? In college, maybe after college or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they then, didn't really lay out much background on that, right? Okay. They didn't, but she wears his his school shirt. His I Well, I assume that was his school shirt, his Georgetown shirt, because I felt like in, somewhere in there he mentions going to Georgetown. Okay. So um, they are living together. In the opening of the season, he is unemployed. Yes. He has been laid off. Um, I assume he wasn't fired because he's collecting like unemployment, unemployment. checks. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, he's getting his checks cashed every week. He is looking for a job, though. But in the meantime, he was also trying to start his own app, right? Yeah, because yeah. he works in tech or whatever. And so I think he had created an app and wanted the app to pop off or, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of in that space of like, it seems so familiar to me because I I feel like I know people like this. And in some ways, I feel like I identify with like when you feel like, you know, you have this brilliance, yes. but you just can't cultivate it in a way yeah. that yeah and turn it into it something yeah mm-hmm. so i kind of see that in him so um basically so he's living with her yeah well no because i feel like they live together because when you fast forward through a couple of episodes and she spills the food on the couch mm-hmm. and she goes through that kind of um walk down memory lane mm-hmm. you see them kind of Getting it Moving together. into the place together mm-hmm. and having the sofa yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So I well, think the he reason probably I said it, in. I said it in that way is because he's not working and I'm, you know, sure she's. But look now. <laughs> yes. Because it plays into the overall dynamic of their relationship. Oh, it absolutely does. You know, at some point they probably were equals. Right. And now that he's down and out. Then yes. Yeah. And I'm not saying. It's anything wrong with her supporting him. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's what you're supposed to do. I mean, you're not supposed to kick him out because he lost his job. Yeah. But that's kind of where she is in the beginning, though. Like, she's yeah. not happy. She right. feels like their love life is kind of, like, flat. And, yeah. Well, yeah. and I think it's in any relationship, when you're almost, like, down on your luck type of situation, it's going to spread across and impact everything. If you're living in that and not trying to shake it off, which I didn't feel like he was. I think it's hard to shake it off. I think in in the beginning, you're probably super optimistic. Mm -hmm. But when you are already not maximizing or even tapping into what you know you have for potential and... There was a scene of him going to like a headhunter or recruiter or something. And she's just kind of like, eh. They liked you, but you know, right? And it, and I think those little small things kind of like it, chip it, away. It, it does at it your, at yeah, you. yeah. It does. It impacts your self esteem. So it's hard to turn that off when it's time to go home and be around your partner and be this like loving and like yeah, romantic and it's like I don't want to be loving and romantic. I want to I want to like wallow in misery, but not even for her birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that was whack. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and they didn't say how old does she turn? See, that's what I mean. How they didn't really go into details hmm. because I for, almost forgot she celebrated her birthday at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I have to imagine they're like early thirties, though. Yeah. But anyway, so let's get more into the meat of it. Because I mean, there are some serious, serious dynamics to the relationships, friendships and the relationship, but then just some major issues that Issa brings upon herself, in my opinion. So what stood out to you the most? Like what, what relationship or friendship dynamic like kind of stuck with you the most? Um, I would, I probably had always identified with the, her and her best friend Molly's mm-hmm. relationship. Cause of course, I'm a you know I can identify with those relationships and how when you have two different personalities and how they kind of come together. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also being mature enough 
and knowing your friends enough. Yeah. Because like I, one thing I wrote down was like, is there such thing as being too honest? And I think it's, it's not really about being too honest, but it's in your delivery. I can't say something to you the same way I would say to Pam. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because, but I should know each of you and how I need to say it. So you hear it and it's not me attacking you or putting you down or judging you. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, that relationship was just like, I mean, it is like, so they, I think they didn't recognize they don't recognize how codependent they are on each other. Yeah. I think they both think that they're operating independently. But yeah. But they're not though. They're mm-hmm. they're very dependent upon each other. And so I think when it came to a head, it was kind of like this momentary like, I don't need you, I don't need you kind of thing. Right. It's like but you do. But but the whole season, it was kind of brewing. Like, you could kind of see it mm-hmm. right on the edge. Like, yeah, it didn't take much to blow that over. You know, blow it up. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't make a rap song about your friend's broken pussy. Oh, uh, uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You don't do that. Yeah, you don't do that. You don't do that. Yeah, no. So, I, yeah, I think it's just this, like, <laughs> this mindset that Issa had kind of, like, yeah, I think it was just immaturity. Mm-hmm. I think she's super immature. And I think Molly seems to have this ideal for her life. And it's probably based in maybe where she's from because she did say, um, I remember there was one episode of her growing. She said she grew up in Compton or whatever, and she never went to, to the, the beach. beach. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, it has to be, believe you didn't grow up under like, middle class, upper middle class, right. you know, type of circumstances. So yeah. now that she is this third year associate and mm-hmm. doing, you know, fairly well. And I can imagine this is why she's trying to um, craft her life as it relates to her finding a partner in a certain way. And can I tell you how it, <laughs> the way she goes about trying yeah. to get a partner with ladies, please. I mean, she... He forced herself. I mean, it was like she would go on one date and the next day she's trying to have this dude leave stuff at her house. Yeah. You know, just fostering this relationship out of nothing. He if don't you want to see an example of what not to do, yes, <laughs> just watch Molly's behavior and the things that she says, and like yes, thirsty.com. Yes. And, and then she was so oblivious. How are you oblivious to it? So oblivious to it. But then when this guy was doing it to her almost, mm-hmm. she can identify it in him, but not in herself. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. called life. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. how it works. <laughs> yes. Which is so crazy though. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I just wanted, um, I think my favorite episode with her or the scene was with Rashida Rara. The intern, um, yes. When she originally kind of tried, tried to, to talk tell to her, her like to that just did something to me because I don't know why I just felt like when you're at work and you mm. see this other person is like you about to bring my stock girl. Down. It ain't right. but like one or two of right. us, and I've already slightly probably kind of paved the way or whatever, right. depending on if I got here first. Mm-hmm. 
Don't but come you messing it up. Surely can't come in here cutting up. Like you just can't. Mm. And that just like, uh, I was like, rah, rah. Mm-mm. I don't want to have to pander to the people. I don't want to have to code switch. But right. girl, get it together. We got families to feed. But then, did you appreciate the fact that when the partner came to Molly to talk to Rara, she declined? Um, I think on on like a self respect tip, I mm-hmm. think she should have spoken to her. Um, no, I think she should have declined. Yeah, because I think it is. Don't use me to do your dirty work. Don't use me Don't. to do your black person work. Right. right? Absolutely. However, comma, knowing me, I probably would have didn't. But see, she already tried though. I know, but I just, I'm just saying, I know me well enough to know I probably wouldn't have told my boss, no, I'm not going to go do your black person dirty work. Like I'm just not there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like in yeah. life. Yeah. You're right. You know, yeah. Yeah. In my mind, I want to be there. Yeah. You know, it's like but, that. Um, who's that comedian that I always like, like the boo always shows me his video and, and he'd be talking to his friends and they'd be like, you said what? You have to find it. It's so <laughs> funny. But it's it's like him reenacting like what he thinks in his mind. Okay. He was going to say or do. <laughs> but in reality. He ain't say none of that. Yeah. Your boss asked you to do something. Okay, girl. But then it's also like, would I have, I'm, then I'm thinking, would I have said, well, I already tried to talk to her. But then that's kind of yeah, throwing probably, her under yeah, the bus. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have said that. Because I'm like... I wouldn't have, I would not have talked to her again, but, and I would have had to figure out a way to tell my boss. No, I probably, yeah, I I definitely would have talked to her again and told her, look, I tried to tell you, like you are trying to hurt you, you. but if you want to be here, it requires code switching. If you don't want to code switch, you have to be here. You're an intern. But like, what I did respect was that the girl was like, well, they hired me like this. And that's where companies go wrong though. Just because I, I maybe, but people hire off talent and potential. Mm. She's an intern. You're, you got to be hiring off talent and potential because she can't do nothing well, yet because yeah, she's an intern. But I'm saying if the person doesn't fit into the culture, why would you hire them? But I think that's what I'm saying. With an intern, with these kids that are fresh out of college, it's kind of difficult. They but, don't have but working experience. it's not experience. just college. Law school. That's a difference. Yeah, but you're young though. You're still young. But it's still a difference. Like, what are you? So you go to law school. They're teaching you law. Yes, but what I'm how to work at a company. (laughs) No, no, no. But what I'm saying is, like, even for business school, undergrad, where University of Albany, if you were a business major, you had to dress in a suit to go to classes. Like, so what I'm saying is, like, there is some, you know, uh grooming of no i don't think it's happening in law schools and i just say that from my experience really working in law firms Uh these kids come in like fresh out of like not understanding this is like real life (laughs) or like there's a um i don't know i don't have the word for it but it's like mm -mm, you ain't never had a real job before Mm. You don't, you don't even realize you're but this baby, is, as they call them baby lawyers for a reason. Oh yeah, I guess, but I just feel like mm, I'm too old, I guess I'm too far removed. And I think too, <laughs> a part of it is this sense of, um, entitlement yeah. that I think our generation and younger generations have. Mm-hmm. So even that mindset of, oh, well, if you hired me, then you must like it. Right. No. 
Yeah. Because companies hire off future potential, right? Yeah. So there, maybe if you were a great writer, <laughs> right? That's then true. I'm, I'm assuming I can take your raw talent and, and turn it into, it into, something. yeah, mold it yeah. into a future, you know, awesome litigator. Mm-hmm. But I am going to need you to stop calling yourself Rara. I'm going to need that. And I'm, I'm going to need, need you to stop being Rara loud and just raw all through the office shut it up that scene for me was like girl my mouth hit the floor like no she is not up in there acting crazy and then the you know i don't want to harp on this too long but when the the boss did have the conversation with rushy and and molly walked by and the boss is like sitting on the desk though Mm -hmm. sitting on the the conference room table Boy, that just like took me. I was like, man, I hate corporate America. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Like sitting You've above never had her someone or? like, yeah, that's, I think that's, that's game. Oh, okay. It's like a, a little play that yeah. I think people do. It's almost like I'm going to sit above you because yeah. I am in this position of power. Mm-hmm. But it's at the same time, I'm trying to come across kind casual. of casual. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sitting on the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't need that. Just let's just <laughs> tell sit me what like eye to eye and tell me what it is right. and be done with it. Like yeah. I don't need your hand holding and yeah. Like, I hate that so much. So oh, I was wow. like, Yeah. Who wrote this show? <laughs> so much so imagery. Real. Yeah. It is. Yep. It is. I hate corporate America so much. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, Issa's job oh, with gosh. the white people. That's like, what does unfleek mean? Oh, my goodness. <sighs> yeah. But that's, and it's showing how different they are. Molly's in corporate America, lawyer, straight-laced, mm-hmm. where Issa's at a nonprofit, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like a, what do they call it, grassroots type of company, it's trying to give back. It's called We Got Y'all. <laughs> or is it We Got Y'all or We Got You? We yeah, Got Y'all. I think it's y'all, yeah, Y-A. Yeah, run by A-L. all white people. In one, in one little Issa, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they think they know what, black, I mean, honestly, I couldn't tell you what black kids want nowadays. You they're can, so different. But you can tell them way more than someone Oh, closer who, than, like, <laughs> yes. But my point is that if I can't really tell you exactly yeah. what's going to pop off for these kids, you think you can? Yeah. Like how? Just, how, Sway? Yeah. <laughs> So I, I love that dynamic between her and her Issa and her coworkers, mm-hmm. and then she has the one coworker Frida, the who's I'm not sure Frida's like her assistant, but they partner a lot. The one that yeah. she partners with, yeah. Um, who who is down for Issa, right? Yeah, who is like she is. I'm gonna make sure everything is straight. That's why I wasn't sure if she's like she's, maybe she's like a coordinator or something yeah. like that. Um. But she's just so sweet, and Issa just like don't throw a bone at all. <laughs> she's like pays this girl no attention, right. whatsoever. Oh gosh! And then you got the, the sabotage and coworkers who of are like course. talking about her behind mm-hmm. her back, and that's yep. uh, like I mean, this show shows you life, all aspects of life. Wow. It really does. So when you're dealing with all of that, and I think that's what makes it like so good. Because when you're dealing with, here's your work dynamic, here's your friendship dynamic, and then I got to go home and be girlfriend. Of the year. 
when I got white people asking me what's on fleek at work and trying to steal my project behind my back for some right. kids that they don't even identify with. Right. When I got a friend over here who just refused to not be a hoe oh, and, and realize that she's much better than what she is. And I got to talk her off a ledge every day. Mm-hmm. Then I got to come home. And deal with the man and who needs lift him up and love right. and like encouragement and keep rubbing his Listen. back and telling him, do your app, bae, do your app, bae, do your mm-hmm. app, bae, bae, do your app. <laughs> like, Listen. Anybody would be like. So is she warranted in wanting to be self-centered and selfish at some point? Because, I mean, I think we all, when you're giving so much to other people, there is that point where you need to be selfish. I think that selfishness manifested itself in her wanting to rekindle things with Daniel. I think that mm-hmm. was that moment of, here's this thing I've always wanted. Yeah. And I'm going to go try mm-hmm. and pursue it. Yeah. And that just. Because it seemed easy. It seemed different. It didn't come with all oh, the it baggage. It seemed easy the, because yeah. you're not in it. When you are just. You ain't in it. Right. There is nothing. No, there is no relationship. That's easy. Yeah. When you're dealing with two different people, two different personalities, needs, wants, it's hard. So I think like when you, when you see all the Twitter reviews and the, and you know, everybody's comments about the bank teller, it was like, but y'all don't realize Daniel is whack as hell. Super whack. He's super whack. Like, let's not forget, this is the same person that she sat in the car with after the club, after the... Right. The, you know, when she when performed she, her, yes. her debut, <laughs> her debut <laughs> single, bro. <laughs> Why? Why? He was like, oh, no, I ain't looking for nothing or whatever, and slightly, like, shaded, shaded her. Shaded her, yeah, yep. When she didn't have, she was available then. Right, because okay. she had broken. Did she officially break up with him? But I think she told him that she was broken up. Okay. No, but what did she tell Lawrence? Because they had a conversation and she was not really trying to. Yeah, it wasn't a real breakup. Oh, okay. Not. Not get you. Well, she didn't come home. Yeah, she didn't never really yeah, talk to she him. didn't come That's home for happened. like a day or two or whatever. Yeah. But so it's, I think it's like recognizing for that other person, it is always easier. I think it was easier for Daniel to just say, oh, yeah, actually, I want to give us a chance. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you know what? I should have said something a long time ago when I had an opportunity, but I didn't. But I'm saying it now, girl. I want you. Fuck out of here. Right. What you want? I mean, seriously. How you know? (sighs) And this is how cheating happens. Yeah. Because... You're in this relationship and you are in this rough patch and you mm-hmm. see this little shining penny because it's not worth more than a penny. Oh, not the shining penny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, glimmering over there, glimmering over there, just sparkling. You know what I mean? It just looks so easy. Let me just go pick this up yeah. and do this. Yeah. Until it gets hard. Yeah. But not even thinking about the motives of that person. If this right. man really wanted you the way he's professing to want you in this studio, wow. where has he been? Right. And when you saw him, because you you pursued him after mm-hmm. he popped up on the Facebook page. Yes. Let's not forget that. She showed Good up old. at the club. Right. Because she knew he was going to be, be there. there. Yeah. Yeah. So then when you see him, if he, if all these years he had really wanted you and you're sitting in the car in front of his house, he would have said it. No, but what he said was, I don't want a relationship. I don't want a relationship. He just wants smash. So it's like. 
how could you even be sitting in the studio with him when your man is at home and you getting drunk with this nigga who clearly already First told you all, he don't want nothing from you? How did I would have left you? You were in the studio. He had people in the studio. They in there smoking weed, doing God knows what. what. Respectable woman would have stayed there. I gotta go. Gotta go. <laughs> like. Goodbye. Not only do I not want to be at a studio with some random dudes right. with some terrible rhymes, Ugh. garbage, horrible, <laughs> like, horrible. Like what is this? Right. Then you kind of like sleep with them in that old studio. nasty studio. Yeah, at the studio. <laughs> I just don't understand you a studio <laughs> but how did you fall for that like and then was trying to work things out with Lawrence so this was after they decided to really try to that's work at their I'm relationship saying. that's what I'm saying like I don't that has to be immaturity to me yeah like I have no it, it it's way past self-centered was that after no that was was that after they went and looked at rings no, this was bef- before. This was, this was before because remember when they went to look at rings, and she put Did the it, ring on. Yeah, his like, you like that? Yes, yes. You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Them flashbacks, I have you. <laughs> and so it's like you've already made such a detrimental mistake. Yeah. And then I think also you don't. Sometimes you don't realize when someone has your back because they have it in subtle ways that aren't like. Yeah, so maybe Lawrence ain't the guy that's gonna like pull your hair and mm-hmm. and you know, but be clearly, super aggressive and like clearly, you like, that you like, I mean, clearly he, probably, he, he got it in, in him. It's in me. You didn't bring it out of him, <laughs> right? Exactly. But, but anyway, <laughs> maybe he's not that guy, mm-hmm. right? But you went to Daniel for help to get the video taken down, and he couldn't even help you. Couldn't help you. Got you into more trouble. And all he wanted to do was, let's go back to the studio because I just want to focus on myself and my work right. and whatever. And I'm not concerned about the fact that your you, fucking career right. could probably be ruined because yeah. of this video. Lo and behold, your man is at home. Which he is in tech. That's where I would have been because, oh, you know somebody that. That's when, as soon as it happened, I was like, why is she going to anyone but him? He is in technology. Because you don't... If you don't, if you don't you, value, them. yeah. If you yeah. don't value someone, then you're not thinking yeah. about. It. So it's like, <sighs> seriously, I think she was filed for having to do that career day. <laughs> she was filed for that. <laughs> she was filed who, for that. Who suggested him? Frida. How did Frida even know? Because he came to her job. Remember? Yeah, but how did Frida know he did anything with music? I think because he said something about it. Oh. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. well, that's what you get for not talking to your coworkers. Freedom. I would have told Freedom, no, you're you're gonna tell him no, no, no. I I would have said Freedom, you sell drugs on the side. You don't want that girl. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> something right. But even okay, so he comes to career day. Fine. Like, but see, what I didn't like is he messed his hell for coming up career day, ain't even mentioning that she could rap. Like, yeah. this is my, I'm being, this is my job. But when this person is not invested in, in you, you, yeah, or right. your future, you are then so they right. out there willy nilly, oh yeah, Miss Issa can rap, spit some bars. This is my job. Right. Right? Yeah. So, absolutely. You're right. I think. 
you're blinded by newness and possibility mm-hmm. and the grass is greener like and you're not thinking about like mm. really <laughs> and like really looking at this person and um but what what can you look at? You have nothing to even base the but judgment on. But I think on. he given her a lot to base well, the yes, judgment but on. But what I'm saying is just in regards to being in a long-term relationship, it's like you get so far, you forget how and why you got here with who you're with. Yeah. Because all you're focused on is the surface level of this mm-hmm. person. And you're right. Because in any new relationship, yeah, they showing, they laying it out there for you. It's he all right there. You to work with, but, but you weren't analyzing. You weren't right. looking at not it Not like in that, that way. No, nope, not at all. And I think that's just, that's just an overall problem in a lot of relationships. I mean, I think the same goes for Lawrence, Lawrence and the bank teller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to some degree, she can be super supportive. So when you say you out here trying, that's great because I think in her mind, she's trying too. Right. You know, she, I, didn't she say she was taking classes or something? Um, yeah, because that, there was the episode, I think, during when while he's he like kind of working at Best Buy or yes, something she, on a lunch break. In. It was like the last check. He was something happened and they were they talked a little bit. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she said something about she's trying to take classes to be to move up or whatever. Yeah. So I think when you're in this space where you, how can I say this and it not come off the wrong way? <laughs> when you are pushing forward or need that motivation is that it or yeah, what you gonna like, say just say it girl you you a bank teller <laughs> so any man who anybody who's done something more than that you're, you're going yeah. to you you have kind of have position to glorify think, it or be be supportive or right because excited you, because about you it understand because mm-hmm. that's kind of the level that you are you feel like okay yeah and I don't think that, and I like we said though, that's all she has to look at is what he's saying. She didn't see either his lack of effort and putting, you know, his fault. She didn't see any of that. All she heard was that this is what he was working on, and yeah. she's pushing him forward. But I'm saying, even if she did see that, because he's still further along in his life. I mean, he already has a degree. He's already worked in the field that he wants to be in. He has mm-hmm. ideas for apps. So this is. They're not on the same level. No. Yeah. No, I agree with that. But so what I'm saying even is- if he was him sitting at home doing shit is still far beyond her mm. being a bank teller and trying to go to school so she can move up to be maybe branch manager. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. He's still already so far beyond her. And I think it's going to sound good. The encouragement sounds good. It would be like, you know, someone... Just starting college this year, looking at you and where you are in your yeah. career. Yeah, they're going to say you're awesome and, right. and yada, yada, yada. Because that's, look that's at where they right, are. Right. Now, so you have your to peer at- is like, well, shit, hey, cutie, you actually could go a little bit harder. You actually right. could do this. Because it's just a different dynamic because they understand because they are where you are. Exactly. No, I completely. And it's also, so I guess my point was agreeing with you in that and then. Just not being, you're not in a relationship with yeah. this dude. You're just cashing this dude check. You don't know none of the baggage that come with this you dude. You ain't washing drawers. Right. You ain't looking at him with that ass print in your couch. You Listen. ain't dealing with dirty dishes in the sink. <laughs> 
He don't want to cook. When he know you needed to come home and cook, and then he done used all the dishes, mm. and then then wash out that one skillet because y'all ain't got but one skillet. Mm-mm. You ain't dealing with that. You ain't dealing with the fact that he didn't do anything for, for you your for birthday. your birthday. Yeah, yeah, about that. Mm-hmm. You're not dealing with the fact that when he realized he should have did something for your birthday, he's at right age. I don't know what he was getting from Rite Aid. Like she was a two-year-old. I he was putting up decorations for a party. That's where what he that was, doing. was going. Right. I just, I'm still so unclear on the whole Rite Aid trip. I'm so mad she was buying underwear in Rite Aid, though. <laughs> Why are I the one wait, y'all in Rite Aid? But wait, and you're going to ask him, can I use your card? <laughs> but can I get your Rite Aid? Because you got to collect them points. You got to collect the oh points. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, you can encourage someone when I don't have to... Like deal clean with up all your the yeah laundry. Yeah. So likewise, I think it's the same with Daniel. Like yes. Oh, Issa, you're so awesome, and I always wanted to be with you. Oh, she's so yeah, because you don't have to deal with her every day, right? And also, I mean, she's not rapping. So how old would that get after a while? When she has a regular job and she's not in the studio and could give a damn about you being in the studio, or maybe she actually wants you to come home and not be in the studio, right? Right. Because you know you're in a smashing women because you mm. smash her in the studio. So yeah, there's that. <laughs> there is that. But then, so what else? Oh, gosh. It's just so much. <laughs> I mean, okay. So the cheating. She slept with Daniel in the studio. Mm-hmm. And all day I've been hearing, should she have told Lawrence? How should she have handled the situation? Blah, blah, blah. Um, I think so. Looking back on it, I don't think there was a way for her, for her to get out of it in that scene. So once he asked her. And you're talking about in the season finale. Well, this is before the finale. Okay. This is the second to the last episode. After the fundraiser. Oh, right. Yeah. After the fundraiser. Mm-hmm. And he asked her, who is Daniel? So the buildup of that is you've already, he's already seen the name in your phone. Yes. He's already seen the guy at the fundraiser. Yes. He's already seen the guy and briefly had words with him and realizing that it was something it's going something. on. And all because... Because this man's feelings are hurt. But it goes back to the way Issa handled it. Mm-hmm. She's, again, not thinking about you live with this man. Your phone just out here willy-nilly. First of all, if you weren't going to talk to Daniel anymore, respond to him like, look, it was an itch yeah. I needed to scratch. Block, delete, move and on. be done with it. Yeah. Even at the fundraiser, why are you pulling him aside to talk to him? I would act like I ain't know that dude. Excuse me? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who? Who? Hello. Oh, oh, you were, uh, you did career day. Oh, so thank you so much for coming. We right. truly appreciate everything that you've done for We Got Y'all. Have some refreshments and, and um, I'll circle back around to collect donations. Okay, great. Right. Thanks. But you want to pull them aside in this little room talking, your man in the vicinity, he look up and like, and it was a heated conversation. Body language is everything. Yeah, no. First of all, I just don't know if you can be in some small room with the grown man and you got a man. Like, I just, like, I don't care and if we was in there talking about, like, rap lyrics. I know my man would have been, like. rolling up. Excuse me? Like, what? Uh, nice to meet you. Who are you? Like, <laughs> what? But seriously, like, you didn't bring him to, in, you didn't introduce him to any of your friends. Like, you should not have been speaking to that man at all. Period. Point at blank. All. 
I'm sorry. So no, I would have lied. I would have lied. But she did lie. I would have blocked his number. Yeah. So you would have never seen him. I would, or his name would have been under something else on my phone. Listen, I'm giving you all the goods right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving you all Look. my ammo. <laughs> but I think once she realized that, oh, this was a mistake, I shouldn't have done it. This is where I go back to the immaturity. You should have just told him. You don't, he don't need to keep texting and calling or whatever. Right. You should have just picked up the phone and Listen. said, you know what? Stop it. I changed my mind. Right. I'm in a relationship. Because she told him in the first scene when they were at, where they were in the car, you were my what if guy. I think that's yeah. what she said to him. So now it's not a what if anymore. I, I already know. It. Right. Thanks. Appreciate Feel you. Feel horrible about it. Don't you want said you, no you didn't more. want a relationship. I've got one. Right. Call my phone again. I'm going to send them goons out for you. <laughs> but that's, you're right. So she was ignoring him. That's so immature. Super. Like, yeah. If you would have just answered his text, answered his call, he would have never come to the thing. Because he, he is, his ego is too big to oh, even yeah. have shown up there. Oh, yeah. If you would have contacted him and had a conversation with him. So you brought all of this upon yourself. And now you mad because your man done left and don't want to talk to you? He, She yeah. said, what, it's been two or three days? That's it? <sighs> you know, <laughs> shouts out to Lawrence for not slapping the shit out of him. Listen. She would have been, she would have spun, you mean like Bugs Bunny? <laughs> she would have spun in a circle. <laughs> it was lit down a wall. I mean, but the really. scene, so the acting in the scene was so real though. It was so good. Mm-hmm. It was so, it was, so good. it was, but it's like her standing there looking crazy. And then he asked, you know, who is Daniel or whatever. Child, honey, honey, you gotta be quicker honey, than that. You gotta be quicker honey, than that. Honey, if your man asked you who was another man, mm. just like if you asked your man who was this woman, you already know. No. You know this lady's social security number. You know where no. she lived at. Girl, I, I, I know. So this is the thing. I would have continued to lie, but I would have, I would have. I'm sorry. The look on his face that to tell thing, he knew. But no, I think it's because. He caught her off guard. And she's not swift. She's not swift. swift. She ain't swift. First of all, you know what the hell you did. You knew that dude was there. Like, you, your man left. You didn't even leave with him. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on now. You got to know something's going to You got to be ready for anything when you walk in that door. Hey, you left the fundraiser? What's up? Like, yeah, I left. (laughs) You know something's up. You think nothing at the same fundraiser when you just brought your other man. I would have came in there like, babe, you would have never. Guess who came, done showed up to the fundraiser. Listen. (laughs) You need to go talk to him. He wouldn't have had a chance. To ask me nothing. Yeah, I don't know. Like, this nigga been stalking me, babe. I'm just... Yes. I'm going to tell you what it is. So, look, now, we used to talk a yes. long time in ago. In high school. Before you. Mm-hmm. Look at high school. I saw him. You remember when me and you had kind of, like, sort of hair broke up that time, that one night on my birthday? Because you ain't, like, you know. And then we went to the club. Me and... So, me and... So, Molly, you know how Molly asked me. <laughs> so, she done took me to this club, right? Yes. You know, I clearly. Completely under the bus. Yes. And then, you know, and I ran into him and it's like... He all in my face. But now you showing up at my job and shit like this? Right. Like, These niggas so pressed, but I told him I was with you though. Right. And that's what I'm saying. You got to be ready. 
you got to be ready for anything. And the thing is, so I had this conversation with Bay. I was like, so dude walk up and you don't know him. Mm -hmm. And I tell you, he tells you whatever, but I tell you the opposite. Who are you going to believe? You better believe me because you don't know this dude from a can of paint. Oh, and I'm going to stand by it. But I think the crazy thing that you have to like keep in mind is that even if your man believes you, he still knows you. Mm -hmm. And I think that was the thing that she discounted was that he knew her well enough to know her behavior was off. Well, and that's what I said too. So she went too hard in the paint after she cheated. But I don't think you can, I don't think you can fake something being off though. No. Well, things were already off with them. Yeah. So if she would have just kept it, she just went too hard trying to keep it together, I think. Yeah. Out of nowhere. If she would have just let it gradually build back up, she would have been good. But she went so hard. Oh, but you know, just. Yeah, you're right. Extra. But how do you even handle coming home the same night and then him trying to get all kissy and feely and stuff? And, but Mm. you just left the studio. Get your dusty ass in the shower. It's what you better. That's where you better go first. <laughs> that was just a whole mess. So you know, like I think we discount that. You know your partner. You do. So just like we feel like we know men, they know us. Mm-hmm. I don't think they pay as close attention. I I won't I won't generalize, but I think we underestimate them. <laughs> I do. I don't think so. I do. I don't. <laughs> and that's because we, you know, we feel confident that we're the smarter sex. Right? Oh, well, we so are. I feel very confident in that. But I do think because we know we're the smarter sex, mm-hmm. we tend to underestimate them more than we should. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, I'm not about being out here cheating. We're adults. If you don't want to be with yeah. me, then so be it. You need a break. You need a few days, a week. But let's have the conversation. Yeah. But... If you're going to cheat and you want to be with this person, you better figure it out. Because a woman cheating on a man, you see it, what it is. They do not forgive the way we do. So that expectation so that crazy. she had. Yeah, it's so crazy. But that expectation that she had two or three days, he missed you. Yeah, he missed you. He ain't say nothing about wanting to be back with you, though. Mm-mm. I miss your smell. I miss your smile. I miss you I bring miss. that food home every day. I mean, you know. <laughs> But do I want to spend the rest of my life with you? You cheating whore? Probably not. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's hard for them to get past that. Especially when he was a good dude. Like he is the good dude out of his crew. That's hard to come back from. So speaking of good dudes, Mm -hmm. you know who was the most interesting to me? Um, Why can't I think of his name right now? Renabu. Yeah. Wait. What was oh, Boo's name? Was that was, um, um, I don't know his, but that was the, not the weekend. What's his name? What's his, Jenna, Jenna Dyer? No, 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 not, 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 him? not him. The one that worked at the rental car place. Yes. Oh, okay. Rena Boo. I can't think of what his <laughs> name is on this show. Jared. 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 I like Jared. I did like Jared. I think Jared. Molly's Honest. issue. Is status. She was so caught up in status that she messed that one up twice. I couldn't believe she couldn't get past the the one time experiment that he had. We now check a prior episode because we have had that conversation. And what did I say? 
That's, Same thing always. Yeah. It ain't that deep. And the funny thing is, so on the episode that, that we had, I was like, no, 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 no. But the way, like after hearing the conversation mm-hmm. and the different, well, if a woman does it, why is it, you know, it's yeah. not a big, I don't know, mentally, gosh, I don't know. I'm saying, so she said that too, like mentally, like I couldn't get past it, but I'm like, what is it that you're trying to get past mentally? Like what's popping up in your mind? Like what difference does it make? So you can get past mentally a mental picture of a woman giving him oral sex, but you can't get past a picture of a man. I guess no, because I never think about that either. That's so crazy. No, yeah, I, mean, I never think about my my men being with anyone else. No, they have not. Look at. I mean, because unless you're dating a virgin, which <laughs> which I'm not. Yeah. So it's like, what difference does it make? But I guess I never envision them with anyone else. Anyone else. Period. <laughs> so for me, it, it's like, oh, okay. So I think she asked the right questions initially. So tell me about this one time. Okay. If she felt like some people are okay to, okay, like dating someone who's bisexual. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think she, if she knew, well, I'm not okay with dating someone by, that's bisexual. Yeah. Let me figure out. If that's what it is. Was it just right. one time thing? Did you like it or whatever? Is this, would you, would you do mm. more of that if, if not for this particular relationship? Right. Because right. I think being bisexual does not give anyone, um, free reign to cheat. And I think that's also something else that, Right. That, that we miss. Like, just because someone says they're bisexual doesn't mean they're going to be sleeping with you and someone else. No, That's still cheating. That is cheating. Absolutely. <laughs> like, I don't want you to cheat on me with a woman. I don't want I you to cheat with a man. Like, I don't, no. it doesn't matter. Right. So he says, no, it was one time thing or whatever. And I knew right then I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. So one, he didn't even engage in intercourse with the man. Oh, he didn't? No, he said the guy gave him a blowjob. Oh. Yeah. And then as soon as it was over, he said he knew he didn't like it and he didn't want to. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, she's. That's what I'm saying. Like, what? Right. But I I know for sure a lot of women would have felt the same way. Absolutely. Yes. In my mind, it's like. I think it also depends on how invested I am in that relationship because in the early stages eh, you know what I mean I have nothing necessarily that I can see to lose from like nah I don't want to deal with that mm-hmm. but opposed to someone you've been with for a couple of years and something random like that comes up and you're like really like you but have what's to that second it. thought though I guess is what I'm trying to figure the out second thought it's just like <laughs> I think in the back of my mind I would always think, hmm, is he gay or bisexual? Mm-hmm. I think that would always be in the back of my mind. So if he says he's bisexual, then what? Does I guess I'm saying, do do straight women feel like gay or bisexual men are automatically cheaters? I don't know if it's so much as cheaters, but I think we talked about it before. It's like, I'm, I, I'm not going to compete with anyone. Mm-hmm. Can't compete with a man. Do you know what I mean? Like there's nothing I could give you, you know, like there is, that's just different. <laughs> I guess I could see that. Um, 
So I don't believe a man who is gay should be dating a woman, right? Mm-hmm. And then you just need to tell me that you're into men. Because in my mind, if, like, I'm into men, I'm right. not into women. Right. I can't straddle the fence. If I straddle the fence, then I'm bisexual, mm-hmm. right? So for a man, if you're if you're into men and you're gay, then you're not into women. women so you shouldn't all. be with right. a woman. Yeah. And you shouldn't say that and be done with it, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're bisexual, I don't take that to believe that you're going to cheat on me. Because in my mind, it's no different than a man who right. is into women. Because there are right. women all around. So you could cheat right. on me. You know what I mean? No, so absolutely. I think- but I think it's just that, almost like what you said before, it's like, if, or, let's say this. So he said it happened once. And mm-hmm. he didn't like it or whatever. But... Is it always that thought that what if he's lying <laughs> or what if he's, do you know what I mean? Like, cause one, he didn't have to tell her. So he was being honest with that. But I think it's just that thought of it's, I don't know. It's just, she told him that she did Coke briefly in law school. <laughs> he slept with a professor, right? I'm like, yeah. so. Chase, yes, she could that's, possibly That's do a drugs. behavior that you could repeat. Yes. I, yeah. I don't personally think it's any different. So in my mind, if we're just sharing for the sake of sharing, then okay. I don't know. Like, oh, your homeboy gave you butt I, play? I don't sure. <laughs> if that was like before you met me, I mean I guess I feel like okay. <laughs> you were with other people before you met me. Yeah. It doesn't lead me to believe that you're still desiring to be with them. But either way, I just think the way she handled Jared, how she handled the other dude. I mean, I think she played with Jared because she didn't respect him. And she right. didn't respect him because of his position or whatever. Where he worked. Absolutely. Yeah. But what I loved was Jenadiah mm-hmm. and how he was like, it was so crazy. I really did not expect him to show up. At her co-worker's um, uh, engagement party. And then when he showed up and they were like, oh, is this your new boyfriend? And she's Chris. like, uh, he's like, yeah. Yeah. Nice <laughs> to meet you. He played along so well. Had her fooled. Came in clean. Yes. You know, all of that. But it's like. I thought, I thought, look, I, I thought, thought we you, was playing the game. Thought you, I thought, I thought you, you needed, you needed, needed win. to win. I was like, no. Yes, girl, no. you that desperate. You look that. You, but yes. she acts that desperate. I mean, come on. Come on. Yeah, you invite a dude that you just met. Well, she slept she, with him, didn't she? Yeah, but you don't invite him to your coworker's engagement party. But this is also someone she met through that dating site, that exclusive, right? Yeah. Was he the one? Mm. The waiting on the waiting list, on the waiting list, like, yeah, yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, I think she has, and, and women do this and, and I'm guilty of it too. I think there, we ascribe a different level of respect to someone depending on their position Mm. or depending on their pedigree or, you know, whatever your Mm -hmm. thing is. Yeah. If it's due a lot of money, you're going to treat him a particular way versus a dude with no money. Mm-hmm. And I just think, I 
that's where you go wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because it should definitely be just based off of the person's character and how they're treating you. Yeah, because she totally played Jared. Played him hard. And she, wait, twice? So what happened twice. the second time? Um. So after the whole, I can't get past, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, that was the, that was the second that time. Because the, the first time was once she got into that dating site. Right. The Ivy League dating site or whatever. Mm-hmm. She was just like, oh, yeah. I don't know. Um, I wasn't looking for anything serious. And then she meets Jendaya's character, mm-hmm. Chris. He, you know. Played her that played night. Played her. She show up at drunk. Jared's house. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then they're doing well. She's cooking yeah. for him. You know. Ladies, take your time. It just goes to show you need to take your time. And don't discount a person because what they do. Yeah. He had his own place, his own car. You know what I mean? Like, he was doing fine. And he seemed to be a nice guy. Right. So. But mm. I just thought about something on the low, though. So, Chrissy Teigen has a cookbook. Yeah. I saw that in the episode. I'm like, eh, she does. Maybe I should get that. Oh, you didn't know that? I didn't. Yeah. Mm-mm. I guess she has some good recipes in I there, like but I am. Um, she's crazy. <laughs> if anybody wants to get me that for Christmas, I'll take it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'll put it on my Amazon wish list. <laughs> but yeah, so what else? Okay. So then back to the Molly and Issa. They fell out towards the end of the season. And it was, again, Molly is going through something. Trying to, I think, just try to figure out her lane. And she's, yeah. I'm successful. I'm this, I'm that. Why am I single? And mm-hmm. I think so many women go through that. Because it's hard to see yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And it's hard to accept that you're not great in all facets of your, facets of your life. Mm-hmm. So she's probably like kicking ass at work. Right. Um, I think how they kind of portray her firm seems to be like a top tier firm. So Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, you're the only black girl up in there. So you're probably kicking ass. And I think it naturally leads people to believe that if I can do this, I can do that. Right. If I can figure out how to get this great job, I should be able to figure out how to get a man. No, Mm -mm. not always the case, ladies. Not at all. Especially not when you're clingy and you're rushing, you're trying to rush. Take and you're trying time. to build a man that fits into this new lifestyle that you've built for yourself, too. Right, right. Which is like, okay, if I've worked super hard to get out of Compton and to get into this top tier mm-hmm. firm or whatever, why would I go back, backwards to date, as date it relates Compton. to, right, yeah, to right. dating Compton? No, mm-hmm. I got to find, you know, this, I got to find an equal. Right. But then it's. You're looking, I think you're looking at the wrong things to decide what your equal would be. Yeah. Because again, all those things that she was looking at, like, um, Chris's job mm-hmm. and how he dressed and you can lose your job. Mm-hmm. You know, you close, you can gain some weight and the clothes won't fit. Do you know what I mean? All these different things that she's basing it off of were superficial. But the same things that you're looking at, one, those guys are, so few and far in between. Mm-hmm. And if you think it's awesome, there are a thousand other women that think it's awesome too. Right. And so until he absolutely feels a need to settle down, mm-hmm. he probably won't. Or that he wants to. Right. Yeah. Like, no, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. And so I think like, like I was disgusted at how she played the school teacher. Um, oh my goodness. <laughs> she was so rude to him. <laughs> I thought he was cute too. I, I know. 
Yeah. I was like, you better step out the box and she date somebody. No game. His little joke was a little tired, but you know, yeah. you want a little tired joke. <laughs> you don't want that, you know? So then, do you think she, Molly, had the right to be upset with Issa? Absolutely. Why? I think because, um, in, in their conversation, when they were arguing at the fundraiser, mm-hmm. I don't think Issa took any type of ownership and she didn't acknowledge mm-hmm. how she is responsible for some of the things that happened in her life. I think she just did a, a she does a good job of telling everybody else what they're not doing mm-hmm. and what they could be doing or right. whatever and not like just acknowledging the fact that she, her shit ain't together. Right, That's all I'm right, like, right, right. Yeah. I don't need you to run me down the whole line, but mm-hmm. I just need you to acknowledge, you know what, girl, your shit ain't together, but you know what, mine ain't either. Right. And if you need to go to counseling, which I probably need to go to, mm-hmm. do they have a two for one special? Right. You know what right, I mean? Right. That yes. kind of thing versus like, you, you can't you, keep you. a man and you this and you that and look at how you out here acting. and. But she out here act, look, Right. You just had your 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 jump off at a at, fundraiser with your man. man. Right. You have no grounds to say anything to anybody. At least I'm single out here doing this. You out here in this relationship, living with this man who was thinking about proposing to you, and you cheating. So I think to some degree, <laughs> yeah. like for Molly, it was like, "How are you? Don't judge me. Get your life together." Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that. <gasps> what? Absolutely. Talking to me. <laughs> Can someone please bring her a mirror? Right. <laughs> yes. You Pop me kettle. Life. Yes, absolutely. Your life is in the shitter right now. Like, <laughs> and it's about to get worse. The but dude that you know. cheated on your man with was here an right. hour ago. And your man is here. But yeah. then that's the thing. You weren't even close enough, staying close enough to your man to see that when he walked out there, when Daniel walked out there. Yeah. Like and you I didn't peep none of that. I get that part of it just from the sense of it was work for her, right? So it I was get you work. having to float around and get the donations and trust and get all of that, right? Like trust, however, but comma. I would have been so far up Lawrence's behind. He would have been with me every step of the way, everywhere I went. Look, and well, I guess he had already secured his job by then, but child, if he had a job, we need to be out here. You need to be talking to this person and that person. <laughs> right. And she looked but like she got money. But even if he got a job, he looked right. like he got some money. You want backers for your job? Let's get it. Let's get, let's get some backers. So yeah, I think it's just this, like, in that episode when she was looking for a dress, she said that she had been the girl who didn't, like, didn't give a fuck about anything or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now she's trying to care about everything. Her mm-hmm. job and, you know, and Lawrence. And it's like, life doesn't work like that. You don't get to just flip decide the yeah, one day. That and you're it, back and you're on. A t- yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. going to, every action is mm. going to have some reaction. reaction. Oh, yeah. So, goodness. It's a good thing you're in a good mindset. <laughs> right, right. Because <laughs> it's coming. That consequence is coming, homegirl. <laughs> so. <laughs> I just, so the whole girl's trip. Yeah. So the one friend that's married, what is her name? What is her name? Let's see. Because I can't. I know she was, she's married. Was the light-skinned guy that they went to the play with, was that her husband? Uh, yes, that is okay. her husband. 
I don't think this is her, but it might be Tasha. Okay, because I know she's married. And nah. then there's Kim, Molly. Now, Tasha is the bank teller. Oh, uh, <laughs> the bank teller. Tiffany. Okay. Tiffany. That's her name. Yeah, Tiffany. So they were in Malibu. And, of course, first of all, you knew something was up with Issa and Molly. You yeah. could cut that with a knife. It was so tight. <laughs> but so that, thick. But that's what just, it just, I beg to understand what's the dynamic of the four. Mm-hmm. Because we're not going to glaze over that. If we're all that tight, what's popping? Let's get this settled so we can move on with the weekend. Yeah. I I think from how they've kind of laid out the friends, I think Kelly and Tiffany are probably closer, right? Mm-hmm. And um, Issa and naturally, Molly. Issa and Molly are, are close. Mm-hmm. However, I think from kind of how they treat Issa... Uh, I don't know why it seems like like somebody was brought into the fold a little bit later. And maybe it was Issa. Yeah. And maybe she was brought in because of Molly. Yeah. Because you remember. Yeah. So one, I think I think Tiffany and Molly are like sorority sisters or something like that. Okay. I, they, they were at a house party. Whenever she brought Jared to the house party, remember? Mm-mm. Um, it was like one of the beginning episodes. But then... As Molly came in, the girl Tiffany was like, oh, I love your shoes. Like, are they Prada or something like that? And then um, Issa might have had on, like, some chucks or something. Okay. <laughs> and it was just kind of like this. She was like, oh, I love how you just don't care. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it kind of gave me the feeling like these aren't your friend's friends. Like, right. Molly's your friend. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So maybe it's like. Shit, they got something going on. Just, just let them, mm-hmm. let them have it. I mean, yeah. But it was just, I mean, just the, I guess, dialogue in the hot tub right at the end, the last scene where the four of them mm-hmm. were together, and how it was almost like they were against Molly. Mm-hmm. Issa stepped in mm-hmm. to defend her. You know, though that dynamic and kind of what brought them back together. Yeah, was like when she, she was ride. in that room. Like trying to call the Uber. Uber, yes. And Molly came through with the let's clothes go. on, like, let's go. Right. <laughs> That's my right, right, right. You gotta have your A1 day one. Yeah. Girl, I'm mad. Don't talk to me. Don't look me in the eye. Just, Just come let's on. go. Right. Oh, absolutely. You gotta have it. Like, yeah. that's, that's, that's friendship goals. Yeah. You know, that's yeah, just absolutely. what it is. Like, girl, you know, you know I'm messed up. Mm-hmm. Love me through my messed upness. Yeah. So. But I think it does. I mean, Issa needs to grow from that, though. She does. Issa needs to grow all the way up. Well, yes. Because when she should have left her, she should have kept her ass in Malibu for the weekend. Enjoy your time with your girls. You running off. That man ain't say nothing about wanting to see. Girl, I swore she was going to walk in and he was sleeping with somebody in that bed. <laughs> no. Girl. And, and again, I think to his character's kind of defense. I don't think that's his character. So where he, he went and picked up your clothes. I mean, he's probably where, staying with his friend. I don't think he's going to stay with like the best no, no, no. I mean, and the, I think the bank teller girl. Her saying, oh, I'm not there was just that window for him yeah. to be able to go get like, his oh, okay, stuff. Well, let me go get my stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't have to see you. Yeah. Look, Lawrence got him a little job down. But the funny thing is he knows her because you see how he went over there immediately and got his stuff. He knew she was coming back. Mm-hmm. He knew it. 
I just thought that, wow. Like, that that <laughs> last scene, like that whole sequence was amazing. I was like, oh my. Because, you know, I was all excited, like, oh, you know, they're going to work it out. Mm-mm. And no. I mean, he done took his pillow. Mm. <laughs> that whole side of the room was the little nightstand nice looking all tight yes. and just ooh. yes and that Best Buy shirt mm. I ain't that Best Buy nigga no more right like, and I'm gonna leave that Best Buy nigga here with you <laughs> and I think you know she really just never really gave him the credit that he needed like even when he had the interview right like and came home and was like and he's in the mirror like practicing for his interview yeah. and stuff that doesn't line up with this sorry ass sitting on the sofa dude no. that she had kind of built him or created in, created our in her mind yeah. mm-hmm. I don't even think it was like I don't know I just look at his character and I just don't think that was that I think it was like I just need my next shot you know right. what I mean yeah but then even when he went to the interview and was like telling her about it like they're doing stuff that he's already done for his own app mm-hmm and she's like, well, yeah, you should kind of take the job, though. <laughs> Which I'm not I'm not against yeah. that because you should be able to work your job and your side hustle. I think he definitely needed to take the job. But, again, if you're vested in someone, there is a way, like to you said earlier, there's a way it. to say that. Yes. Well, look, babe, you know what I mean? You take this job. You figure out what is it that they did to make their thing pop, to get yes. their funding, to meet some people or whatever. Yes. You learn from the inside. You still build your ideas on the side. And you can do both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got your back. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. But of she course just, you're smarter than them. Like that right. whole thing. She kind of just blew off his ideas and like, mm, well, yeah. <laughs> and I think a part of that too is she was blowing him off in his dreams because she wasn't happy with where she was in her, in her career. Yeah. I don't think she was happy originally kind of with the we got y'all no. and struggling. And you didn't Mm-mm. even put time and effort into this presentation. Right. I remember that scene was yes. like, they asked her a question. She's she like, like, oh, yeah, I'll come back to you later. No. This so, is your, your forum, your space to kind of sell us on your idea. You and Gucci yeah. in your own career. Yeah. So... Naturally, you just half-assing the support that you should be giving him in his app or whatever it was that he wanted to do. Yeah. And that turns into a bank teller being like, oh, whatever you want. Mm, it turns into a bank teller face down, ass come, up. Come, come in the best spot. <laughs> oh, I just was stopping in with this tight-ass see-through uh, super right. low shirt and these super high heels and Best Buy and this right. like tight pants for batteries because this is how I shop to get batteries mm-hmm. right. every day. This is what I wear to go yeah. get batteries. Well, I I mean there were so many so many things in the season that were just. Ugh. I'm gonna watch it all over too. I am too. <laughs> I, I definitely am gonna watch it all over because it's just I, like I feel like there's things I've missed. Mm-hmm. But I can't wait for season two. And I hate that, what, it's probably next year it'll come out. Right? I hate that. So that's just, you know, how the cookie crumbles. We always have to wait for these shows. Um, But Issa has other stuff on YouTube. I'm trying to pull up her YouTube channel. Okay. Because, yeah, I already wrote down um, The Misadventures of the Awkward Black Girl. 
yeah. first. So I have to go take a look at those. Oh, and the tough love, if you're looking for things to watch, yes. the tough love series is back. You know what? The boo literally just asked me about that yesterday. Really? He's like, it's season two. Up. Yes. Like, I think so. Yeah. The first episode dropped last week, last Tuesday. Oh, let's see it. Look, as soon as I go on YouTube, it pops up. Tough love, 201. <laughs> yes. Yes. So they're back. So there's a lot, like we said, Queen Sugar, Atlanta, there's a lot of television that you can get plugged into while we wait for the next season. Or you can just rewatch it like I'm, I plan on doing. <laughs> I mean, how to get away with murder. Oh. I actually think the season finale is going off. Um, how to get away with murder? Yeah. Have you seen the season finale? Was it last third? No. Yeah. Oh, wait. I guess I saw it then already. Did you? If you saw it, then you know. What do okay, I know? Okay, you ain't see it. <laughs> Did I not see it? I thought I saw it. Somebody died. Yes. Yes, I saw that. Okay. Yes, I did see it then. Yeah. I was like, no. I know. I can't believe it was Wes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was crazy. But I'm so interested to find out how. That seems like a. Yeah, that's going to be good. I think, yeah. which I think Frank did it. So, so Issa has on YouTube, she does a short film Sundays. Actually, and I watched one of those too. It was about a girl in Paris. It was actually kind of good. Um, Black Girl in Paris. Yeah, that was the one that I watched. And she has, oh, I forgot. So she produced, um, the Nomadness Project. So shout out to all my nomads. Um, so Nomadness is this black travel group. Oh, okay. Um, and Issa produced, uh, it looks like it's about four of them. Mm-hmm. The Nomadness Project in London, Amsterdam, and Thailand. So she has plenty of stuff on her YouTube. If you just like have nothing else <laughs> to watch on TV as we're about to go into that like couple of Dead weeks. Zone. Where, yeah. Right. Nothing popping on television. Ugh. Yeah. She got a whole lot of stuff on here. Um, good stuff. So support your black creators. Okay. Yes, absolutely. We have so many out here now. We cannot say that there's nothing for us to watch that you can't see us on television because we are on television. Was like all the way live with black TV. Yes. So I'm hoping it gets better. In 2017. Like, I, when I say all the way live, like all the way live. Did you hear that Dave Chappelle has an, three yes. stand-up shows on Netflix coming? So listen, I we are doing big things out here. <laughs> so am I. When I heard that and it was listen. like 60 million. He got like, his 60 million. <laughs> Dave Chappelle better tell everybody to kiss his black. <laughs> yes. Okay, you Absolutely. did that, brother. Yes. You did that. Yep. You earned that. Mm-hmm. You deserve it. And they better pay you. Right. And, and that should just be like your check. Way. They should pay for production on their own. And then like you take your 60 home. Right. And feed your kids with it. Yeah. You did that. Like people sleep on like our creativity. And I don't know how. Did you see this post on? Oh, my gosh. I think it was on a cover of a magazine, but I think the shade room posted a picture, um, of gosh, it was like supposed to be like, uh, Solange's 
cover. Oh God, don't do it. And it was, um, what's the other one? Baller alert. It was on one of maybe it was a white woman. No. Mm-mm. With the pins in her hair. I'm going to Mm-mm. find this photo. And it just goes to show Mm-mm. that I'm not listening. here it is right here. I'm Prepare not. to party a seat at the table. So it says 24 hour party people. Oh, this is actually in London. Mm-mm. Look. Mm-mm. <laughs> so, I mean, the creativity is just beyond, you know, Little but clips, eight yeah. pounds each Oasis stores. I can't. Yes. Mm-mm. But we can't have anything, but yet, you know, that just goes to show how creative we are and how sought after our creativity is. So, <sighs> yes. Don't have me hating white people for the rest of the evening. <laughs> Sorry. Like, <laughs> but yes. It's so annoying. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. is. Um, but yeah, so, well, this wraps up another episode of Drink Till We're Married. As usual, you can find us on our website at drinktowermarried.com for all 66 past episodes. Yes. We have a lot out there. We have covered so many topics. How proud are we? I know. It's 66. Like, <laughs> if you have any topic ideas, please send us an email or hit us up on social media. We respond. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and drink recipes too. Yes. Yes. So um, until the next time. Cheers. Cheers.